everyone and welcome back to looking back through the files of the Bunyip with Kay and with Jeanette. I'm Kay and I'm kicking off for today which is the Bunyip of Wednesday March the 30th 2022 and good afternoon Jeanette it's good to Hi, be Kay. back here. Yes, yes it is. And another beautiful autumn day yes. I mean this weather in South Australia just keeps going on and on and on and on dry and calm and sunny and Everyone's Still with some rain, though. I oh, know. I said to my brother, he lives in Central Coast of New South Wales. Oh, no. Yeah. And, of course, it's just bucketing down there. I think mm. he said they had 20 mils of rain last night, and that's just mm. sort of like a normal day. And his backyard is flooded. And he's on a hillside. Mm. So he's, they're really copping it over there. And you've got to, yeah. your heart just breaks for people in Lismore that have just reopened their shops. To be flooded out Flooded again. out again. It's mm. just... Just really terrible. Mm. So anyway, we're here in Gawler where it's just typical autumn weather, which we appreciate very much while it lasts. So 150 years ago, wanton cruelty. A boy allowed, in brackets, as is so much the case, in brackets, the use of a gun when out shooting last week near Bertha was met by a couple of youngsters at one of whom the boy sportsman, sport indeed, raising the piece with the intention of firing over his head, fired at him, sending some of the charge into his head and creating a serious case for Dr. Not to remedy. That's one sentence. <clears throat> According to this state of the things, brackets, conspicuous in our parklands, in brackets, Quiet little boys or girls, if they take a ramble outside Gawler, are likely to be shot. As regards the parklands, the remedy for this atrocious nuisance is in the hand of the corporation and their ranger. My goodness, and it's headed up wanton cruelty. You just think, wow, yeah. thank God we've cut down on the amount of use of firearms, firearms in our yes. country because... Yes. Um, it's, it's funny, there was so much more casual violence back then. And people think, oh, you know, things are violent now. But reading back through no. the Bunyip, there was just so Awful. much more violence yeah. back And yet then, then in Ukraine, now they're actually teaching people and handing out rifles mm. so that yes. they can actually defend themselves. Yes. Although that is in a much more controlled environment and yes. uh, it's almost on a, a war... Well, it is on a, it war, is on a war situation. War yeah. So it's a so terrible it's, thing, but... It is. We're so lucky so so lucky and we don't realize it no over to you Jeanette okay 100 years ago honoring long service momentous occasion in the long history of the Gawler branch the Manchester unity of odd fellows was the complimentary social to Mr W.R. Lewis in the Oddfellow Hall on Thursday evening. Mr Lewis, who joined the order in 1866, six years afterwards took up the duties of financial secretary and for 50 years continuously carried on the work, finally relinquishing as he thought new blood was needed and a younger man introduced to the post. The branches could not let the opportunity go without some recognition, for apart from their love and esteem for Gawler's grand old man, the occasion was unique and a record in the history of any friendly society within the state. Oh, I wish we had him in our... <laughs> I love that. 
person. <laughs> 50 years yes. of financial secretary. What a yeah. wonderful, wonderful person. But people don't do that anymore. They don't no. belong anymore. No. A number of organisations yes. around about now that just cannot get young people involved. Not. And young people don't want to be involved. And you think, well, maybe it's, things have just got to fall by the wayside. It's also, I understand, you know, people that work full-time, the demands of work now are yes. so much greater. And they get home exhausted. Mm. And yeah. the travel to and from work was back at this period, people worked in Gawler. Mm. If you lived in Gawler, you worked in Gawler. That's you right. didn't have two hours commute a day yeah. yep. and that's draining and exhausting yeah. and then when you got home it's just quickly you know make some food and or whatever and but, survive yes and usually it was a one person working household mm. so that meant that person could go out yes the woman was the one stuck at home doing all the work but, mm. but she could go out during the day mm. and a lot of women did belong to societies and were very active in the community as well. And that's why a lot of those daytime ones are yes. now starting to fall because the women involved are working either working or they're getting too old. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. I mm. wonder how it's all going to sort of com- well it just keep evolving, I suppose, and, and organizations will adapt and or they'll fold up. Yeah, with jobs disappearing the way they are. We actually need to realise the importance of voluntary work. Absolutely. And yeah. I think there might be a shift back towards it again. Yeah, yeah, well, you're quite right there. I have to be honest, I've never had a paid job that's been anywhere near as interesting or fulfilling as any of the volunteer <laughs> jobs I've done. So. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I've, yeah, I can relate to that. Right. 50 years ago, Gawler High's student body is a success. After a successful first year, Gawler High School Student Representative Council has held its first annual election. The SRC was instituted last year as an experimental means by which students could voice suggestions for improvements in the school and act as a liaison between students and staff. At the recent election, each class chose its representative and the representative, in turn, voted for senior and junior council presidents. I remember having SRCs at high school, and then I think, oh, my God, that was over 50 years ago when I was at high school, and we were introducing them. Mm. So it's the same generation. That's a bit scary. Probably know a few people that were at Gawler High at that time, too. No, no, I didn't go to Gawler High. No, but I would Oh, you would have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I certainly would know a lot of people Mm. that went through at that stage, but... Mm. Yeah, 50 years, and talking of high schools, of course, Kapunda. Mm. What happened at Kapunda High School? The losing its admin block, that beautiful old historic building. You not hear? No. You didn't hear? hear? Oh, yesterday, early hours of yesterday morning. No, late Tuesday night, believed to be arson, attack on the old homestead, which is the Kapunda High School's admin building and focal point, and it is one of the most magnificent homestead you know mm. type buildings in Kapunda if not the whole district is just so grand and a showpiece and it's just the hollow shell is left oh, no. not the first time it's burnt down it happened in 1906 and it was rebuilt so maybe by, it'll be rebuilt again well hopefully although the owner at that time mm. was so Sydney Kidman bought it and rebuilt right. it paid for it to be rebuilt and in the 1920s handed it over to the education department 
and it's been education department ever since the 1920s so here we are 100 years on and it's been burnt to the ground again and you just hope that, that the government that will, will step in yes. and they've made the right noises so far and just hope and pray that yes. they'll step in and say yes it's worthy of rebuilding or at least let's mm. preserve what we can of the facade yes. but yeah. yeah so terrible mm. 25 years ago tackling a growing social problem councillor diane field is trying to do something about two related social problems in gawler the availability of clean syringes and the safe disposal of used syringes She's not alone. She has been representing council on various community committees, all concerned to bring these services to Gawler to help make the town safe and healthier. She said the nearest 24-hour needle exchange service was at Lyle McEwen Hospital. A similar service should be available in Gawler. 25. Yeah. Again, another change in society, isn't it? Mm. Okay, 10 years ago. Back on track. More than six months since the temporary shutdown of Gawler's rail line, the state government has announced the track will officially reopen on Saturday. Train services will resume operation and run the full length of the track between Adelaide Railway Station and Gawler Central from 6.20pm. The announcement comes as welcome news for many commuters who have aired frustration over the substitute bus service. It's like, this is deja vu. <laughs> Ten, Ten years, years ago. ago. And oh. we're still waiting for our train. To reopen. That's close, was, isn't it? Owen was very excited last week. He came home from school and said, guess what I saw today, Mum? I saw a train that was moving on the line. <laughs> so I know they're doing they're a lot of testing, testing now. So now in the testing oh, process. Fingers so. crossed that you yes. know, closure of King Street Bridge was worthwhile and, and demolition know, was worthwhile. Yes. I'm just so, I'm so upset about that. I'm not over that. I no. just think that was unnecessary, but never mm. mind. Mm. <sighs> okay, over to you okay. for the image. This week's photo is of Treeview House. Treeview? Treeview. Treeview House. 90, I should know that being Cornish. I should know how to pronounce a Cornish <laughs> word. But I am a, apparently, we don't even pronounce our surname properly. I've been told by someone that was Cornish. That oh, was, okay. Yes, they dropped their H's. So my family would never have dropped the H. They would have thought that was an Men, abomination. So it should be men in it. Men in it. Yeah. Well, my grandfather was born in Devon. And he told me, men, I talked to him you know, about yeah. his growing up. And he said he was born in Ennick. And I looked everywhere on the maps for Enoch. Yes. And it, when I found it, it was spelled Henock, yes. H-E-N-N-O-C-K. Yes. And I'd been yes. looking for E-N-N-I-C-K, Enoch, yes. which is how he pronounced it. Yeah. Mm. So Anyway, we digress. We do. The house was built by James Martin in 1866 and later owned by Frank Taylor, part owner of the Gawler Butter Factory. Today, it is one of the main nursing homes in Gawler. And it is beautiful. It is still a beautiful house, and it, it sits proud on the hill looking out over Gawler. Yeah, it is a magnificent yes. location. So, yeah. Anyway, that's us for this week. That is indeed. And well, until next week, Kate. Absolutely, Jeanette. We'll see you then. For all my son.